Mm-hmm. So you're just gonna like screen record it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll delete the the screen and then um, so it's just the audio. Anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. You, could, you could pick your nose or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna know. Mm-hmm. Just me. Got you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for being on again. The last time we did this was an absolute mess. Yeah, you remember that? We had bot. Craig. We had a Craig, bot named Craig. Craig. We were trying to do this on Discord. That was the first time that I used Craig, and that was the last time I used Craig. I never <laughs> used that garbage software ever again. Now we're just on Zoom, and it, it's perfectly fine. It like takes mm-hmm. separate audio files or whatever. It, it seems to work better, but anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for thanks for giving it a second try because that first yeah, time no was problem, a mess. No problem. Yeah. I tried, bro. I tried to edit it and splice it together, but it just didn't work. It was it was a, it was a travesty. Yeah, there were just like huge like holes in the conversation. It was like yeah, yeah. yeah it would like just be cut off. Yeah, and I think that there was some part where we were talking about something like not sus, but it was like maybe we should like get our full thoughts out before we just leave it there. And it was like, no, nope, I'm just gonna cut the whole bit off because that's just what happened. But it just like take it like completely out of context. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean what are you gonna do? Anyways, how are you, Porn? I'll be good. I'll be good. I'm just waiting for summer to eventually roll around, you know. I mean your sophomore yeah. your sophomore year's almost done. You are almost halfway yeah. through high school. How's that feel? Wow. It's Holy ridiculous, God. right? What the hell? I still feel like I'm a freshman, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I still feel, feel like, like I'm a freshman. <laughs> it's crazy. Like I feel because COVID like just took away like so much. Like so much. So much but you know that's life i guess but you know that i'm gonna make i'm gonna make junior and senior year count it's 100%. hopefully hopefully we can get back to semi-normal by the time of that rolls around yeah so, i yeah i'm hopeful i got you're not you're too young to get vaccinated even with the whole new like <laughs> things right Six, yeah i can be vaccinated in like two weeks that's when my birthday is so. okay All right. yeah you 15 bro yeah, so I'm 15. You're 15 years old. I'm a, I'm a little boy. You're a little child. Oh, <laughs> you're a kid. Um, I got my first shot um a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Not a little while ago. Second one? Like a week and a half. Yeah, I'm getting my second one May 4th. Oh, that's Star a day Wars after my holiday. birthday. Really? Your birthday's May yeah. 3rd? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. For most people I know, it's like you have to go to some weird far far away town where they like set up in some like for me it was in uxbridge massachusetts you ever heard of uxbridge before Never no i like is that i like was Western like Mass? i was like where the hell am i going and my, my my pop was like oh it's right next to milford i'm like that's not that's not helping <laughs> me out but it took like an hour to get there and it turns out it's like this old revolutionary like town that was made in the early early 1600s and you know, we're driving past, there's like broken down trucks from the twenties. And I'm like, where the hell? Are-? It was like, it was like straight out of a historical time piece. Like it was weird, man. It was like, um, it was like, it was like field trip material. Exactly. It was, it was pretty wild. It was, it was interesting. And the clinic was just run by all these like small town, you know, middle of nowhere, old ladies, super nice, you know, <laughs> Oh, you know, come in. They didn't even ask me anything. They didn't ask my name. They're just like, oh, you're here for the vaccine? Come on, sit down. Just wait five seconds. There'll be a spot open. You'll get a shot. No worries. It was it was awesome. We were in some weird basketball court that looked like no one had used for 50 years at least. I mean, like the rims were like rusting, nearly falling apart. I'm like, where are we, man? 
It was wild. It was wild. Yeah, no, I heard some other people have to go to like Gillette Stadium, like in Foxborough, all the way to go there. Yeah, I know a kid that got yeah. uh got a vaccine from uh from Foxborough Stadium like yesterday, I think. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even know I they were doing that. I don't know why they're not just like putting it in like CVS or whatever and just like yeah. should like yeah, just yeah. like make it like a local, I guess, but you know. I don't know. Cool. I guess they wanna do it in big open spaces. I don't oh, know. that makes sense. Uh, whatever. I mean, but it's you get like, the, I mean, but you're getting the vaccine, so it's like, it, yeah, it's yeah, good I mean, either way. But it was weird that I had to drive like an hour and fifteen minutes to get it. Like, what was the town called? Uxford. Uxbridge. Really? Ux. Uxbridge. Ux Bridge. Uxbridge. I need to see this on a map. Hold on, I need to look this up. I'm actually curious. Right look right, up where? Milford. I was actually pleasantly surprised. Milford. We were driving through this place, Milford. I'm like, where the fuck are we? And then look it up. And there's like 15,000 people more that live there than the town that I live. I'm like, how's that? Oh, my God. That's like right next to like, what's, that's right, right next to uh, Rhode Island. Oh, my God. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that's down. That's a hike. Wow. It's kind of far. Um, but this this Milford place I'm driving through, I'm like, oh, like this is so weird. And then there's like... There was like Brazilian restaurants and like Thai food, and there was even like a Moroccan place. And I was like, "We don't even get that where I'm from." And I'm like, "I thought like uh-huh. this is like you know greater suburban Boston area. They they go crazy in Milford, I guess. I don't know. Oh, very diverse. Yeah, 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 something like that. Um, <laughs> no, there's a lot of white people. You know what I mean? A lot of it's old lot of white like... people out there. Mm. That's not surprised. <laughs> no, yeah. but um. I mean, yeah, it's only a matter of time before you get fully vaccinated. I'll be fully vaccinated, you know, halfway yeah. through May. So. Yeah. So I gotta. I, I just want to do it just so I can like travel to go to Serbia this year, just so I can just be like, so I don't, so I don't have to like COVID test myself before I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like. So when was the last like, time you've been there? I went last year when it was like because the prices were mad cheap. Yeah. So it was like because like no one was like taking flights, so we just yeah. you know it was nice because we had like the whole plane to ourselves and like there were like a few other passengers. So we had to like spread out. We got to like lay down. On like little, yeah. So it was nice. It was nice. That's but nice. Yeah. Cause you're always like packed into a plane, like a bunch of sardines in a can. Like it yeah, sucks. I, know. I hate planes. It sucks. And you're like legs fall asleep and everything. And you're just like. So was yeah, COVID bad? How was COVID like in Serbia? They got hit like at the beginning, like very hard. But then it just kind of like, then a bunch of people got, and then a bunch of people got like antibodies. So then, hmm. I mean, it didn't. I mean, a bunch of old people got it and they got like the antibodies. So then like, I guess it kind of like when I went there over the summer, it was pretty back to normal. I mean, everyone was wearing masks. It was like back to normal just with like masks and stuff. Like stuff was still going on. I mean, a few like obviously like concert, like usually there'd be like concerts and stuff. And Mm -hmm. like, I mean, every, every like cafe, every like restaurant cafe had to close at like eight or something. So they had like a a curfew there. Yeah, they had a curfew. Like like you could be out, but you couldn't be like in like restaurants or whatever. And you had to like like all the restaurants had like outside spaces and you couldn't eat like inside of them. Okay. But basically it was like a bunch of people were just like I don't know. It was just kind of like they were getting back like it wasn't fully back to normal, but it was like on its way. But what when were they doing that? Was it in the time where we were still like in the middle of a lockdown? It was in the summer. I mean, no, it was in the summer. So I mean, here too. I mean, yeah, dude, summer like was kind of rough to be honest. Like we didn't. I mean, for the summer, I didn't do anything really. Yeah, I know. But like during the, it was like during the summer they were like, I mean, people were out and about, like you know, just like living life. I guess I don't know. They weren't about to waste their summer like in the house. So Mm -mm, yeah, mm -mm. I'm excited to go back this year. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk to you about that on the last podcast um, that we did, because I don't know, I think that you have an experience much different to other people. Um, so are your parents from Serbia? 
Like they were born there? Yeah. Both my parents were born. And then my dad got a scholarship to play basketball at West Virginia University. So wow. he went in like 1990 or some year like that. And my mom, she got like a scholarship to study in England first, like English, study English in England. Wow. And then she moved to America to do graduate school here in Brandeis University. And I'm looking at this school. <laughs> yeah. So my parents actually both met at Brandeis University for graduate school. And that's like how they got to know each other. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they come from the same town in Serbia, though, but they didn't meet there? Is it? That's, oh, that's what no. I heard. That was what I yeah. heard once. No, no, no. No, uh, they got by mom's who's from the capital. My dad, he's from like the second biggest city. Okay. But um, yeah, Are they they're close? not like. Yeah, they're like an hour, not even an hour. It's like 40-minute drive. So I just yeah. pulled that out of my ass. Not true at all. <laughs> no, it's cool. It doesn't matter. Like, there's not that bit. There's one There's one big city in Serbia, and that's like the capital city. But What's the yeah. capital again? Uh, Belgrade. Belgrade, okay. Is yeah. it Grade, Belgrade, Belgrade? You're Serbian. Well, I mean, in Serbian, it's Belgrade. And then in like, English, it's, yeah. But in Serbian. Did I do that in, right? Uh, How does it sound? Be, like, Belgrade. Belgrad. B E O G R A D. Belgrad. Yeah, like that. And then, like in English, I guess Belgrade. Belgrade. Yeah. But, yeah. How do you think it's impacted you? Are you a dual citizen? Yeah. I got my citizenship like two years ago. Yeah. Mm. Summer before ninth grade. What do you yeah. think the impact has been on you growing up kind of in simultaneous cultures? Because they're much different over there than it is here. Like, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's just kind of like, we, it's, it's kind of weird because I have to like balance like, like call like the kind of expectations and like stuff I have at home with like mm. how I'm supposed to act like outside. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's just kind of like I have to really really balance both my like just both the like cultures i have in my life mm. but i guess i guess i really just like i like being in serbia a lot i think i might like live there when i grow up and just be older my dad's trying to get me to like live there now but i don't know my mom's trying to let me do that but like going to school there yeah he wants me to do like a year there but mm. i don't my mom's probably not gonna let me do that mm. but i would be down I, I really love being in serbia it's like a cool it's like a cool little it's kind of like I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's a really nice feeling because everyone there is like really chill, but like can like and like like they slow everything down. Like it's a slower pace of life there, which kind of gets kind of annoying. I could I could see it kind of getting annoying, but like it would be I I'd, I'd like it a lot to be honest. That's what I'm looking for. I want to go somewhere where they're living slow. Yeah. But do you mean like there's an expectation from your parents, or you feel like to be for people to call you Serbian into like you know, feel like you're Serbian, you have to balance some kind of, I don't know, some way of existing. Like you have to carry yourself in some certain way to be able to call yourself Serbian or be able to like, you know, have your parents be happy or your family be happy. I guess when I say that, like at home, there's just like a bunch of, like my mom, she doesn't like, she hasn't fully realized that she's not living in Europe anymore. So she has a bunch of different like expectations for like what our house should be and then what like our environment should be I guess so I don't know it's kind of it's hard to really explain but like they're just kind of like I have to kind of switch myself when I come into the house or like Mm. leave the house I'm just kind of more when I'm outside the house I'm kind of more of like a more kind of like 
silly person that I am inside, like inside the house, I always have to be like on my, like, kind of just, like respectable, like respect my parents, like respect, like I'm kind of, yeah, that's basically how I'd explain it. Like I just have to be okay. more respectful when I'm inside the house and stuff. I think that's a, I think that's a pretty common thing with, with parents mm-hmm. and um, families that are not, maybe not from the U S like, like different cultures. It's a big thing. Yeah. Like, I know people who like when they they go home they talk in a different language they treat their parents with a certain level of respect mm-hmm. that like I, I respect my parents but they're not very strict and I, i'm not like you know i don't have to really watch what i say i don't swear like some some people i know like swearing around the parents like say the yeah. word. like i'll be on a con like oh my god mom shut the fuck up i'm like what like what are you I'm like jeez man but um yeah yeah some people are do you have strict parents I'd say I wouldn't call our parents like necessarily very strict. Mm-hmm. I think they know how to stern. balance like I, I know I think they know how to balance like okay. sternness and like letting me have fun. Like I can mm. like I have like kind of like a late curfew. Okay. I mean and then like they let me just like like be with my friends a lot. There's not like a but they know like when I'm inside the house, like they make me clean and stuff. Like it's just kind of like I can't be like disrespectful to them and yeah. like like I can they will punish me if I'm like in the wrong or like there's clear boundaries like yeah so. clear boundaries but like okay they will let me like have fun and like yeah stuff like that how do you think that's benefited you as a person do you find that you're more disciplined than other people or uh i don't know if i'd say more disciplined than other people i feel like does I just that know carry like... over into how you talk to other people in power not necessarily like power like teachers or like yeah, a principal no, I, or... I, i'm usually like in class or but yeah in I usually like talk to adults like res- okay. like in a very respectable way. I don't know, like respectfully, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just like speak. I don't know. I just know how to like speak with like I I would usually have like a conversation with my teacher before the class starts or something. Like a mm. quick conversation, not like nothing serious yeah. or anything. But okay. Like yeah, I guess stuff like that. And I'm just like amiable towards adults, I guess. But not more. a teacher's pet. No, 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 not like not like sucking the teacher but like pause. I, don't, I don't know if i'm not my life's like my life's a cuss on this like you can say whatever the fuck you want from him okay? all, right, all right this awesome. is just want to know like this yeah this is freedom baby okay <laughs> freedom of expression mm-hmm. yeah wonderful i said the f word twice already i kind of regret that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to swear less um mm-hmm. but how do you notice a difference in the way that kids are in their homes like when you go to your friend's house what are the differences you notice when you go there versus when you're in your own home i don't know so i mean i've had like experiences i don't want to call out people right now no, but like you don't have to you don't have to no, 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 i'm not gonna call out anyone but like <laughs> there's one kid uh we both know mm. me and you both know and i think when i describe him you will be like uh, anyway, uh, he's basically like he was very like he's probably the most disrespectful person I know towards his parents. Like he was, he was, um, he was uh, basically like I don't know. He'd always talk back to his parents. He'd never listen. Like he'd just be it's like a brat. Like act like very sport. Like I don't know stuff like that. But that's only one person. Anyway, I'm so, so bad at reading lips, man. Oh my! Can you put it in the chat? Just put it in the chat. Dude, I think I legitimately there's something wrong with me and like my brain. I can't read people's lips. Oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, that's not like the one person. But anyways, like normally people are like with their parents. I guess like when I'm like my 
I guess when I'm at someone else's house, they're kind of like, their parents are just kind of like, let us be. I don't know. They don't really like be, they don't really like, aren't like with engaged. us, I guess. Engaged with us. Yeah. They're just like, oh, hi, what's up? Like, if you need anything, don't hesitate to add. Like something like that. And then like, yeah. they like, we leave or something. But I don't know. I guess it's kind of, I, I don't know if I can like, with Taj, I guess I spent a lot of time like in his house and like with his family. Yeah. I guess like, I don't know. His parents kind of leave him more to himself. I don't know, kind of like leave him a, to do a bunch of things like by himself. I guess mm-hmm. it's kind of like he has a he's like a set list of stuff he needs to do, and like they tell him like just go do it. Whereas like my parents will be like go with me like one at like just be like, here's what we need to do. Um, I'll make sure you get started or something. Yeah, and just kind of like I don't know stuff like, like that. Check in and you'd be like, are you doing check, it? Yeah, are you check doing in. It? Yeah, You've done it yeah, right. Check in. Has it come yeah. along? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But. Taj's parents, I guess, kind of more like that's that's the one person I like hang out with, like their fi- like, hang out with their family, but like am yeah. around their family more. Yeah. So it's kind of like Taj go do this. And it's like at the end of the day, they'll ask him if he did it. And yeah, basically stuff like that. But I don't I don't know it's like a crazy difference, basically. Because mainly when I like meet their people's parents and like they're just kind of very like, hello, how are you? Stuff like that. Yeah. And then yeah, I don't know. I are your parents yeah. more engaged when people come over to your house? Oh, uh, no, they kind of just let us, they kind of just, they introduce themselves and then mm-hmm. they like talk, like small talk, I guess, for like a like two or three minutes. And then we just kind of like do our thing. I don't know, mm-hmm. play Xbox or something and like, or like go outside or whatever. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Basically stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah, my mom will just hound people with questions. No, for real. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cause she she always does it with like me and my brother, like mm-hmm. just you know like lay like three questions on us at a time, mm-hmm. and like before you even get the answer out of the first one, there's like a follow up and follow follow up. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I'm almost like embarrassed is not is not the right word, but like I don't know. I I don't have people over my house very often i've, I've noticed i don't know it's, it's weird i just yeah, like I, I, I prefer to be with someone like outside of the house, like a kind of like oh, yeah at some other spot like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but i don't know no, i guess what my mom does one thing which is kind of like she and like serbian culture i guess it's like it's rude to like have a guest over and they don't eat or drink anything at your house so she's always like you want to eat something are you sure are you sure are you sure we have this 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 you want juice water lemonade i don't know stuff like that just say yes just say just just say you want something yeah exactly exactly yeah that's the one thing hospitable kind of overly hospitable but yeah yeah that's nice though i mean yeah i i I I love cultural things like that like i feel like the U.S. is great because it's a mix of a bunch of cultures, but there's no, like, tradition that everybody follows that you can expect mm. of people, whereas other cultures, there's something like that. Like, that's a big part. Like, you know, you come into our house, like, we have to give you something, and, you know, you're you're eating, and we just mm. keep putting more on your plate, and you got to show mm. the respect and the love to people. I think that's a great thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. So what what would you do in Serbia if you lived there? Not not in, for like a one year thing for school. Like if if in the future you want to live there, what are the opportunities there for you? I'd for sure want to live there one time. Like at a certain point in my life, I don't know when. Mm-hmm. Maybe if maybe if I retire, 
when I retire. Oh. I probably might want to do that, but I don't know. I don't know yet. But the the country itself is pretty not not well off yeah. economically. So yeah. there aren't like crazy good opportunities there. But I just like I just like lo- I just love being there and just I don't personally I don't even know what I want to be when I grow up, like what profession I want to enroll myself in but if i mean my family does have like good connections with like a bunch of people and stuff so i mean i could probably find something you gotta go for that nepotism route yeah nepotism route yeah because i I don't don't know people i mean i know some people but i don't know like i didn't grow up there and i didn't i I didn't have my own connections you know what i mean yeah but yeah no, I'm not, I wouldn't say nepotism. I wouldn't say like nepotism. <laughs> just, that's like, that's I'm playing harsh. with you. I'm playing <laughs> with you. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, I def, I don't know what opportunities I have. I just I just kind of be like, I just like the the atmosphere where everyone's like, everyone like wants to be your friend unless they're like, mm. in certain instances, they're not. But like, everyone's like very friendly and you can make friends pretty easily. I love that. Are people mm-hmm. outgoing though? Yeah. What you, you say? Sorry. Are people outgoing there? Like, oh yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. It's like kind of like a thing. Like, I don't, I don't really know a bunch of people. I mean, I know one kid, but like, there's like not, there's not a lot of introverts there. So it's a bunch mm-hmm. of like people who are like who want to make plans, who want to like be your friends, who want to like, yeah, want to like, yeah, exactly, want to do things, exactly, and, and want to have fun. Basketball is huge there, right? Yeah, for sure. It's like one of the like four sports we're good at. Wow. yeah so i mean yeah in the olympics thing. like they're it was them soviet union like they were always you know the runner-ups to the u.s yeah because like, I mean, uh, the u.s had like michael jordan like i mean everyone the US that was only everyone. after the 90s before the 90s yeah. it was just college kids and they were still kicking people's asses all right yeah don't make excuses for yourselves don't make excuses for yourselves hey hey relax relax <laughs> but yeah no yeah we I mean, there's always basketball courts everywhere. Like even in like little villages. I remember like yeah. going up to like yeah. There's always basketball. There's basketball courts everywhere. It's nice. It's like and I mean there aren't like I think it's like playing with them. I can understand why like the U.S. like beats their a double snakes like all the time because it's like a bunch of people who just like they play like very fundamentally. Like there's no like yeah. There's no like flair. I don't know. There's nothing like they don't do anything like fancy. And it's kind of, I mean, that's kind of good. I mean, that's kind of good, I guess. But like they aren't like they have like the same moves. They have no like different moves. Like it gets predictable. They get predictable. Well, I think that's something so interesting because um, with something like soccer, I feel like because everybody plays everybody all the time because, you know, I mean, I guess you have it in the Olympics. Uh, with basketball but it's mm-hmm. such a big part of soccer is playing different countries whereas yeah. basketball and the way that we take in basketball is is a very cultivated thing here in the united states like you know both of us we we just watch the nba which is people from other countries but it's it's an americanized sport just here in the u.s the way the people that we play against are all watching the same thing that we watch. So it's like, it's a similar mm-hmm. thing, right? It's all about the flair. It's all about, you know, how many fucking dribble moves can I do before I chuck up a three point shot and yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Probably break it. Um, like, but it's like really echo breaker. Like who, yeah, it's really, who who up, like. yeah. And that's what it's all about, but it's really interesting to see in other countries, the different approach that they have and just like the whole style and the way that they play the game is like completely different. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. They don't yeah, play I'd good say, defense, like, do they? They don't play good defense, right? And NBA? Not... No, no, no. I mean, it's in in, I mean, in, the, in uh, Serbia, right? It's not a big thing like Euro players that don't play defense. Up. Really? Oh, no, no, no. They lock up. Oh, they can... okay. I know. Well, not all of them, but I know like a few players who I played with like over the summer, they could lock up. They could. All right. All right. Because they're just so like, I don't know how to explain it. They're just so focused on you. They kind of like don't let you go. In. It's, it's, it's hard to explain, but like I can get them with some dribble moves because they've never seen it before. Yeah. But, like, but like usually like they can stay in front of me, like like they can lock up but no what was i gonna say it's like it's different i know what you're saying like it's different here in america with nba like i was thinking yeah. like in like england like when they have like the premier league and like soccer and stuff like it's kind of like a town to town like here in america we always have like our city yeah nba teams and like football teams or whatever yeah but it's not nearly as strong like, like in england it's like you watch this team like your whole life you're yeah. you're a you're you can't follow any player and your dad teams. watched yeah, them. His yeah. dad watched them. Yeah. It's a huge it's a cultural tradition. thing. Yeah, yeah, it is a tradition. Yeah, it's, um, it's bound by tradition. It's like watching. I guess it's like it's very strong there. Like where we were, like, oh man, I love LeBron. I'll I'll love him on any team. Like I love. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Curry. But there, it's like if this dude leaves my team, like he's break dead him. To me. He's dead to me. We're we're still we're going strong in in our in our in our town or our city. Like stuff like I, that. I guess that's kind of the difference. I think there's good and bad to it, but one of the things that almost not upsets me, but I'm jealous of like other countries, and that's why mm-hmm. I don't know. Hearing your experience in Serbia is so interesting, or just like you know going to other places. Like I feel like there's a real lack of tradition and customs in this country. Like with with stuff like sports even like some places it's huge like soccer is just big and it doesn't matter who you are like maybe there's a couple people who don't like it but it's like if you go to south america central america europe it's like everybody knows soccer depending on which country you're in they all have like a soccer affiliated team and it's like it's been like that through their family and there's like there's these unwritten rules about, you know, how you treat people that come to your home or these like holidays and that kind of thing. Like there's big time customs and traditions. And because this country that we live in is so new and it really is just like an amalgamation. It's a big word. It's just like oh, a big, okay. just a big mix yeah. of a bunch of different cultures and people coming here over a different period of time and mixing things up. It's like, it doesn't feel like I'm attached to anything. You know what I mean? Like I used to be like, oh, I'm Jewish or whatever. But then I met actual Jewish people. I'm like, I'm not Jewish, bro. <laughs> I'm just like, that's just, I'm just, <laughs> just like ethnically sure I'm Jewish, but like I don't go to temple. I don't celebrate holidays. You don't go to temple? I, Yo, I've Jewish, been I'd a be few times, bro. I've been a few times. All right. Um, Yo, I do. If I was young- Jewish, I'd be at temple every day, not every day, but like every Saturday, bro. You wouldn't. It's boring. Okay. Yeah. It's really boring. Yeah, I just want to be, I just want to feel that. Got that. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, I, I got the couple, I got a few lines down and then I'm just mumbling. I'm trying to, you know, pretend like I know what I'm saying. After um, the bar mitzvah, just, yeah, just kind yeah. of fizzled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go eat the... <laughs> Go eat the Krugel or something. Um, <laughs> but like I, I sometimes I wish that there was, you know, some kind of tradition I could attach myself to and feel like there was people because like that that's a big thing. Like I don't feel like there's people that, you know, without even knowing them personally, like I feel a connection to, right? You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess I guess you kind of tie that to like when people come came, I mean, came to America in the mm. past, like a hundred years ago. They would like change their name. They like, yeah. try to be more American. There's like 
they're just like standard of being American, but like yeah. also you have to keep your identity. And I guess that kind of like messes up. Like I'm, I know a bunch of my friends who like don't know like where they're from or like yeah. their ethnicity per se. Yeah. But like, I guess, I guess you could change. I mean, I don't know how you, like you could change that by like, I don't know. This is like, you might not, you might not mess with this idea, but like going to like, like, I don't know, spending some time in Israel or something like really not like, I don't know, not becoming, not becoming very religious or nothing, but like seeing how they live yeah. like as a, like secularly, like, yeah, not like tied to the religion, but like seeing how they live and just like kind of living like that for a little bit, maybe that'll mm-hmm. give you like a little bit of a direction to yeah. like feel that tradition. Or I don't know. I don't know if you're ethnically something else than no, Jewish, just or, Jewish. Uh, just a, Jewish, a little Irish, yeah. a, just like a little like Irish. like an eighth, I think. But the Pop rest out to is... Dublin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I just like I feel like I have this um obligation to kind of I I think I don't know when it's gonna happen, but I'm gonna really try and learn about Judaism from a religious standpoint. I know a, a decent amount historically, but definitely want to learn more. Um, just because the the resilience that a small small number of people have had through the past thousands of years, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Being forced to move to different countries, being forced to live in ghettos, and being like having people constantly trying to wipe out their religion or make them give up their religion, like they've withstood it all. And I feel mm-hmm. like I owe it to the people that came before me that you know put their lives on the line and gave up everything they had just to be able to keep practicing this religion that their fathers practice and their, mm-hmm. their father's fathers practice. Like I can't just let that die out. You know what I mean? I got to carry that on. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like, I don't know. We're in an age right now where there obviously are a bunch of like religious people, but I think religion is slowly it's going, losing its hold, like, losing its hold. Like, I feel like right now it's like one, like, like if you look out of 10 people, there might be like three, for like people who like really practice their religion like that especially i mean in cambridge it's very yeah. low because it's like yeah a very not it's not really it's very like liberal place. i think you go out but, yeah. west go down to the south it's a little different you know what I mean? it's a little bit different but like yeah like, like in america in america i think there's yes. like more of a definitely more of like a decline in like active participants in religion 100 percent. yeah but um sorry you go, you go. It, it's weird though because I think that's very true. You said active participants because there was some kind of census I saw where it was like 71% of people in the United States identify as Catholic. And it's like, you know, my teacher was saying like, yeah, those people are Catholic, but how many of them do you think go to church every Sunday? How many of them do you think pray every single night? How many of them do you think, you know, observe Lent or like, you know, I don't really know all those. Get yeah, baptized no, with no, how many of the people it's identify it's like i identify as jewish i wouldn't say religiously i'm jewish because it's, it's different to be ethnically religiously jewish but like how many people who are say they're catholic actually practice all of the aspects of catholicism yeah no i know what you mean i go to a catholic school and yeah. it's like like so many kids like they they like cross themselves after prayer in the morning but i know i from some of the stories you know what I they heard, get up I, to during the night bro yeah. i know what they get up to like i know i i well, I know, I know they're definitely not like going to church every Sunday, and I know once they go to college, that junk is not about to continue. Like, they're <laughs> yeah, I choked a spit. Yeah, it's like it, 
and people that go to Catholic schools, those are always the freakiest people, okay? I don't yeah, think these lessons people. are sticking with them, man. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Like that. Well, not along during prayer. Mm-mm. But once I, I once the school bell rings, I know I know that I have to do something not approved no. by the Lord. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if you're looking at a purely religious standpoint, I'm talking about like for yourself, but yeah. um I feel like I don't know, I, you don't really seem like a very religious dude, and I don't think like you could you should force that upon yourself no. to like to like be really i feel like you should acknowledge that like your ancestors like did fight for, to keep you that religion but i think you should probably just like try to see like what other jewish people in your community are like how they're living like you know yeah or not or, like not in your maybe not in your community but maybe like in other parts of the united states where it's more applicable to you yeah. how they're living like i don't know in new york they have a strong jewish oh yeah big time like strong jewish uh like demographic i'd mm-hmm. say and you can just kind of like i don't know i'd maybe spend some i don't know spend some time there when you're older or maybe see how it is like just, i don't know i feel like you can find a you're talking about like you don't really know you don't really have, feel like you have a tradition like if you find other people who do uphold some sort of tradition there like in i mean in america then you could probably you could probably find that for yourself and then like i don't know maybe when you're old just like live with jewish people like live in a jewish community I know yeah. in like Miami, they got like a strong yeah. Jewish community as well. That's true. So like, I don't know. I don't know. Some, I don't know what other places, but yeah. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if I'm trying, like actively trying to be a part of a tradition. I more so think that I'm almost. Um, sad that you don't have. Like, exactly. That, yeah. Like I yeah. see people that are deep rooted in great cultures and, you know, their mom knows how to make like a hundred different dishes just from this, <laughs> like, you know, type of cuisine or whatever and it's like that's cool to know that you're like connected to a part of history and you grow up with a bunch of people that are like you Mm -hmm. and they you all do stuff together like i I don't know i just feel like i'm not connected to any kind of cultural or traditional Mm -hmm. thing um Mm -hmm. and i don't necessarily like i don't really think that i'm going to immerse myself in something like that or try and be a part of something like that um i'm more so Mm -hmm. just sad that i wasn't (laughs) born into it or like I don't know. And mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm romanticizing this idea of like doing something. Cause like and for a lot of other people, you know, people that grow up in, uh, I don't know, like a Muslim household that might be different. Like, yeah, to, maybe they're like, like, oh, like man. A, if you're a woman in like a Muslim, if you're born yeah. like a girl in a Muslim household, it might be like totally different than like, I don't know, being born like myself in a, like a, just like, it's like a Serbian household without any like religious yeah. upholdings, just like kind of we are serbian that is like what it is like stuff like that yeah because some people are are raised in traditions that are you know repressive of certain ways that you can express yourself or Mm -hmm. and you can't be yourself and for them they're looking at the united states saying oh man i want to get rid of all my cultural ties but i'm just kind of looking at it from this one i don't Mm -hmm. know standpoint of not really knowing much about traditions or cultures but just being like oh you know i wish i was a part of it but for some people maybe they're just like i just want to be myself i don't want to Mm -hmm. because maybe some people feel like they have to live a certain way like you were saying you kind of have to uphold this expectation of being like in your household a certain way like tons of people also feel that way and maybe even more so um Mm -hmm. because 
they're surrounded by a lot more people like that and they feel like they have to act a certain way but they just want to go to somewhere where mm. it doesn't apply to them and they can be free which is kind of what i have but then i'm looking at them and be like oh you know like oh but it seems know. cool yeah yeah i guess i guess I, I don't know i don't know if there's really any way you can change that about yourself but i don't know maybe it's kind of like if you learn about different things that maybe you won't like want to immerse yourself but like mm-hmm. i guess it's cool to learn about like different different um to learn and experience different cultures and traditions like i really liked going to um mexico i remember like that trip like stood out when you do that it was like i think it was nine no it was eighth grade like uh winter break i think we went for winter break it was i remember just it was just like a really cool experience seeing how people live i obviously saw like all the poverty and stuff like i remember yeah i went to like a restaurant and it was like it was like a very nice atmosphere like everyone it's just like I just like experiencing new cultures, I guess. I don't know. It just 100%. makes me feel, yeah. Uh, this makes me like appreciate like their, like another part of, yeah, another way of life that I don't necessarily like connect myself with. But yeah. And I, I, I think guess, it's I guess could... really, it's really good to give yourself new perspectives because mm-hmm. I don't know, so many people that stay in their own town and never leave you know they have this one idea about the way people are the way the world works but like you know once you go to all these different places you know you're a well-traveled guy i'm i would consider myself a well-traveled guy myself like it's the way things work in other places are so different the the things that people care about are so different you know what i mean all over the place um like you remember chella course she's a spanish teacher by the way or was in middle school um she she was saying like yeah you guys are so like she didn't say like this but she's like you guys are so pc and sensitive about stuff if there was someone that had like small eyes we just call him chino which means chinese and, uh, <laughs> or if someone was like a little chubby we just call him gordo which means fat if someone like looked weird, we just call him feo which means ugly like like they'll just but but nobody cares like i'm like hey chino like you know what's up it's not like oh my god you called me this like i'm so i can't believe you would say that to me it's just like that's just the culture that like they don't really care about being mean to people it's just like you just throw insults at people you just say shit that isn't accepted here and it's like nobody cares you know there in in venezuela man what they care about is oh shit you know my card i got for getting groceries once a week they said they don't have enough rations to feed my family that's what they fucking care about they don't care about being called fat or ugly okay that's what they care about they care about getting food for the family yeah i guess i guess you could say definitely like that primarily like third world or developing countries mainly like they don't really care about like feelings more than like i mean here in cambridge or like here in boston i guess the greater Boston area, a bunch of people are well off more yeah. and they kind of care, care more about stuff like that. Like more, they kind of get offended more easily on stuff like that. If I were to be like, Gore, like, yeah, I've called someone like Gordo or something <laughs> like, you know, like a nickname like fatty or something like, yeah, they'd just be like, they just get mad. Like, and that's yeah. just like a part of the way we like think. But I guess in Serbia, yeah, they get people like crazy. Like they call me like, they call me like, the American they call me like the American when I go there like like I'm not I don't <laughs> know just because I like live like American like American yeah nice. like stuff like that That's American cool. yeah but stuff like that I don't know I just kind of it, it's it's like yeah you just like finding those little nuances between cultures is pretty interesting it's what it is say. it's because they don't have time to care about stuff like this like I yeah. I get it and I think I I think that I want to make people feel 
you know, safe and comfortable and feel like they're loved and accepted and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but other places, it's like they just can't – they don't have the time to worry about that. They're just going through so many other things. Like if, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're you know, a victim of the Syrian war and you don't have a, a house and, you know, you don't have a, a way to provide food to your kids, like the things that they care about are dramatically – more wild than we have to care about yeah you know when i woke up this morning i was like oh i you know i had to i was i don't even know what i was like oh god i I should you know i just want to go back to sleep you know what i mean like something like Mm -hmm. that right yeah if if that's my biggest worry when i wake up in the morning i mean jesus i've I've got a good life you know what i mean (laughs) jesus i've got yeah i definitely i definitely agree like i feel like um i also feel like there's also a fine line between like calling someone like just nicknaming someone just out of like pure just like i don't know not like i just it's like funny. just a joke like it's, it's funny. funny like as is there's a there's a fine line between like something that's obviously a joke and something that's obviously like like hate speech or like just something that's like obviously yeah, supposed to make 100%. someone feel like like crazy bad about themselves like yeah there's like i mean i, I kind of get mad like because sometimes there's just some kids who can't say jokes and it's just kind of like I didn't mean it. Like I obviously don't mean to say something like like yeah, like that. I, I don't know. Sometimes like I people think like I go I cross a line. Sometimes when I'm like joking with people, like but you I can, no, see, I don't you can really, see it in their face. Yeah, 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 but like I don't really mean it like that. I don't. They like obviously not like I obviously don't mean it in like a insulting or crazy like disrespectful way. Just I don't know. I kind of just joke. I I kind of like like uh yeah. I kind of like to. I kind of there's obviously but there's a fine line. I'm not trying to make someone feel like bad about themselves. Of course, yeah. I think that's something that's been lost almost is is mm-hmm. caring about intent. Like your intention was to make them laugh. It wasn't to make them feel bad. Or, or but but people people don't care about intent anymore. Like you know mm-hmm. comedians like their entire job is to make people laugh. They're not trying to they're not trying to make people feel bad about themselves. That's not why they're mm-hmm. up there saying certain things. They're just trying to make people laugh. But people Precisely. look people don't care about their intentions they look past you know what they mean when they're saying things they just look at you know literally what did you say and could that be offensive if Mm -hmm. if someone had the intent of having it be offensive but it's like it's kind of a different thing like when you're joking around if you're making a joke about something it's totally different than being serious about it but people people almost don't care about intentions anymore i feel like yeah yeah i feel like just the just the idea like the nuance of like knowing what's a joke and what's not is just kind of lost i feel like everyone thinks it's like whatever you say will be insult like it is insulting no matter what you say but like they don't really understand there's like some people joke like that yeah but i feel like if i'm like calling someone like if i'm, if I'm like excessively like i don't know calling you like jewish slurs and like <laughs> that's like, a little much like, you know what I mean? like like fuck you like stuff like yeah just like, go back to like israel i don't know some shit like that like then obviously like, there's there's a problem with me like that just that yes just, oh that's just yes. doing too much but if i'm yeah yeah no and that's a good point because it's like anything we can say about you know people taking jokes wrong it's like it is tough because it's like okay what's a joke what's not a joke what is actually mm-hmm. offensive versus what's not offensive um, it's difficult because it really is up to certain people. So I guess if you're if you're directing things toward people, I think it's one thing for that person to be like, hey, like you know, that kind of makes me uncomfortable. Like, can you stop saying that? Um, 
but it almost it confuses me sometimes when people are asking comedians to not say certain things or they're getting really mad at saying certain things it's like yeah yeah it's like they're broadcasting their jokes into the into the internet into the world and it's kind of on you to avoid it like i don't if some people find it funny and it's really if it's if it's objectively not that bad and like if if a certain amount of people are okay with it and some certain amount of people aren't okay with it i feel like the certain amount of people that are fine with it should be able to listen to with whatever the comedian's joking about and then the other people can just you know not pay attention to it ignore it and just not get worried with it but instead what happens is they go on twitter and they're like you know i heard i heard dave Chappelle, you know say something about you know uh, uh asian he, people yeah or or lesbian people he had a great joke yeah. about lesbian moms and you know stouffer's mac and cheese or something like that and it was really funny but people got really upset at him um and I, I understand why they did, but I feel like, you know, he's doing it just with the intention of being funny. It wasn't really that – it wasn't offensive. It wasn't that deep. No, it's it wasn't a deep cut. People are, people just got upset about it, but I feel like shouldn't you just be able to turn off the Netflix comedy special and then it doesn't have yeah. to, you know, It'll enter into deep. your life, you yeah. know? I also agree, like, also like a comedian, like – That's their like, job. Three, 300 jokes, like – lined up like if you don't like that one like just listen to the whole like the rest of the special whatever the rest of the show like yeah like i said if you don't like it like turn it off or whatever but like just know they have to entertain people somehow and i guess like that's what they came up with like and it was like to a lot of people it was funny like yeah i guess yeah uh funniest thing to me is when like a comedian makes a joke and it's like there's no like they, they intended it to be like a like they intended it to be like a crazy funny yes. joke no one laughs I like uh, the the reaction is like very like low key like you know what I mean? Do you, do you mean like bombing? Like the joke just isn't funny at all, or the joke is just so offensive? People are like I don't no, know no, if I'm no, supposed like, to laugh. No, like, at like, this. It's not funny at all. Okay, like, just like just like just like he tries like like you could tell he was like he was ready for that joke to be like like very good. Like he was ready for it to be like snapping. you like that? No, I just think it's funny. Like that I makes me like, cringe so hard. It makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> when I see that. <laughs> I just laugh when I I just laugh a lot when I like see that on stage, like or like on a TV or whatever. Yeah, are you into comedy? I I do like I don't like the the Netflix like document like the whole like special because they're kind of long. Yeah, but I do like on YouTube like I don't know watching clips. like clips, clips, clips. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That is funny to me. Or like yeah, seeing it on Instagram or something. Yeah, that is it's, good. That is it's, funny to me. Yeah. I, it's funny because I'm not really that into comedy, but I love comedians. Like most, almost all the podcasts that I listen to are comedians. Cause I mean, they're hilarious people, um, yeah. but it's weird. Like I, I know all these comedians, but like, I've never heard any of them do stand up for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like I'll watch them, but like you said, they're really long on Netflix. And sometimes it's just, it's almost not for me. Like I feel like being in the audience and watching it live is such a different experience. Like, like mm-hmm. if you heard some kind of music performed live and they record it, like they're like, you know, this guy live from you know this venue and you listen to you like, damn, this kind of sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you yeah. listen to live music recorded. It's not that good, but when you're there, it's awesome. It, yeah. So I think it's a different experience. Yeah, for sure. I also, just, I don't know. I like, I like it when comedians like yeah, in podcasts, especially I listen to podcasts. It's kind of like they're having a conversation, not like kind of, directly trying to entertain people yeah it's kind of that like it's, it's like more genuine trying. yeah it's more genuine they're not like trying so hard because on stage i mean on stage you have to try like to a certain extent but like 
great comedians can make it seem like they're not really trying at all. But I do, I do really like listening to podcasts where it's kind of like they're having a conversation with someone, yeah, and they just like make funny jokes or like remarks here or there. Any particular like that. that you're a fan of? I do like um, what's there's I don't know what his name is, but there's this okay. So I watched this show. It's called like Silicon Valley. It's about oh, these yeah. dudes trying to like yeah, it's basically about these dudes trying to start up a business in Silicon Valley. And so, anyways, there's this one dude, TJ, TJ like, something. The, like the Chinese guy, like the the oh. the fob Chinese guy. Anyway, okay, so anyway, he's like this this Chinese dude came fresh off the boat, and he's like living with these. He's like the landlord of these dudes of the dudes who are trying to start up a company. He's always like chilling at their house. And so, anyways, I saw him do like a on Instagram. I saw him do like a comedy thing, and he is the funniest dude. He His is name's so that funny. Jimmy, is it? So that's what he called himself in the show. I think. Oh, interesting. Jimmy. Let me but, look it yeah, up. I this, yeah. I'm on right, it. Need... Silicon Valley? Yeah, Silicon Valley. Like, okay. Silicon Valley cast. I guess. I need to see what's his name. Ooh, Kumail Nanjiani's in that. I didn't even know. I've never oh, seen yeah. this show. Jimmy, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Yang is his name. Yes. Dude, yeah, I, see his clips on, I see his clips on TikTok. They're pretty yeah. good. He's, he's yeah, a funny he's guy. A, he's a funny dude. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I remember like just seeing him on Instagram. I was like, this is this guy's. Because like in the show, he was hilarious. In the show, he was like absolutely like like i just couldn't stop laughing whenever he came on but like i just didn't know he was like like that because everything yeah. is scripted obviously on like a tv show yeah i didn't know how he would perform you know live or something but he's he's probably one of my favorites just because he like i kind of relate to him because he's also had like immigrant parents yeah but like he just makes like just knows how to like manipulate like his stories in such a way that yeah. it's just like hilarious yeah. and he does like a Chinese accent to like represent his dad like very well. Nice. I just like hilarious. Yeah, I guess I also like um, what's his name? I am a fan of David Chappelle a lot. He gets yes. like, I like his I like his quote unquote offensive jokes a lot. He makes like <sighs> a very good ones. Like I remember the lesbian thing that that was actually like yes. so funny to me. Yes. But yeah, dude, I like I I don't know. I'm not a huge comedy special guy. But there's a couple people like, dude, I've seen, I've seen, I don't know, Dave Chappelle's four out on Netflix, all mm. of them, fucking tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two of them on YouTube, which are like some of the best comedy specials ever. Mm-hmm. I think it's um one of them is yeah, it's it's for what it's worth is one that he did in San Francisco, and then Killing Them Softly. I don't remember where he did it, but those might be the best specials mm-hmm. I've ever watched. Um, they're on YouTube, they're free. Mm. Um, I mean, Jesus, man. I, yeah. I I don't really like watching the comedy specials because they're so long and yeah, it's kind of just a it's just a force kind of just watching the whole thing and and it's like yeah. it's not the same as a live experience watching a recording of it. But dude, mm-hmm. I will. I've watched I've watched each one of those that he's done on Netflix and the ones on YouTube over like three times each. I I will sit mm-hmm. down for an hour, not even be bored for a second. Like he mm-hmm. was just like perfected the art of telling jokes and making people laugh he's amazing yeah he's also an interesting dude i guess he's also like the way he talks and stuff he really like he makes captivating he's captivating exactly he's not like he's not like a dry guy who's like makes funny jokes he's kind of just like his stories like make like even when he tells stories like even if they're not like that funny like just they sound very interesting yeah either way either way you look at it yeah he's just a master at work eddie murphy as well yeah, in his movies, he always makes me, always makes me laugh. He never fails to. Mm-hmm. 
perform. Oh yeah. Have have you seen Dave's uh, Netflix ones? I saw the first, I saw I think I saw the second one. I didn't see the first one. I can't I, remember I, what they're it? called. He yeah, I don't want four. One of them was um wait, I know it, it's like some I, I know what their their names are like two of my talk. Hold on. They're so good. He did one in Austin. He did one in Las Vegas. He did one at the comedy store. And he did the last one in Washington, DC, I think. Is it like no, it's not Chappelle's show. No, that's not it. Chappelle's show, that's his TV show. Have you yeah, seen yeah, that? Yeah. I highly recommend. I have not. Dude, I'm not. I gotta see that. So funny. Prune, the first episode, I don't know if it's the first sketch or the last sketch I do. It's oh, the sketches. Okay. It's it's called the Black White Supremacist. It's uh-huh. in the first episode. <laughs> it's the best skit of the entire show. Just if just uh-huh. watch the first episode. Got you. Is that on Netflix? Yeah. All right, but I'll be. I think it sure. got taken off Netflix for a while, but then they figured out some kind of deal, to get it back on. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the comedy ones are good too. There's one that maybe oh. isn't the. It's not that it's not the best. It's just not. It's not like funny. Um, but like you're saying, like he's such a captivating storyteller. It's um he did it in the belly room of the comedy uh comedy store, mm-hmm. and he basically talks about his situation with a uh, Chappelle show, but he tells it through this um book that he oh. no he tells it through he like equates it to this story from a book that he read that was written by a pimp named Iceberg Slim. <laughs> Iceberg Slim. Yeah. Yo, you know who I also. There's also one other comedian, you know, like the dude who did Borat, the dude who like was Borat. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. He's I, hilarious. He's hilarious. I don't like Borat. Like I kind of, I've kind of find like, I kind of find it takes it like if, if Borat, the one problem I have with Borat, Borat is because kind of like, if it wasn't like in the perspective of like, if it just didn't, if, if it wasn't like Kazakhstan, if it was yeah. just like a made up country name, because like, I feel like that like kind of really, that's like really like, like it is a little offensive. Like Kazakhstani people as like idiots, just like yeah. Like and he's like, I fuck up my sister. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like if you just made up a country, like if you just made up a country, that would have been like way better. better. But I get you. Yeah. But anyways, what like he has this one like sketch, like this one show called like Who Is America? It's like on that is so it is probably one of the funniest shows I've seen. That junk is so funny. Like he just yes. basically pretends to be like other people and like mm-hmm. interviews people, but like makes them say like some crazy stuff. Yes. Like he made like yeah, he basically made like this Republican senator say like the N-word like 10 different oh. times. And like like it's just like some crazy yeah, stuff. And like he this. made some governor like support giving like little yeah. toddlers guns and that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that show, it's not a reboot, it's like um it's a so he it's had like a, a show it's a bit of a remake he had a show in either early 2000s or late 90s called the ollie g show do you know the ollie g yeah, show Ali g, yeah i watched yep. that as well yeah. that, that's where the borat character was invented yeah uh, and borat is hilarious on that but dude ollie g is it's so, so god dude. oh my god <laughs> the best one i saw he had a conversation he sat down with like a like a evangelical lady a Jewish mm-hmm. rabbi and then like a Catholic priest, and yeah. he's talking about religion with all of them. It, dude, it is some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. It's so good, dude. It's so. I remember, good. I remember he was had an episode where he was like talking with like this like 
panel of like crazy like esteemed scientists and he was just like he was just like going crazy with them he was just like he was like what he was talking about like physics like he knew he was talking about like physics and like formulas you and check stuff. this out like check this out yeah check <laughs> like, this out bruv it's like this in it <laughs> so you take you take the nucleus right and you put it together right is that how it works is that how it works it's like dude <laughs> they talk with like doctors as well like like i i think that i think that your heart was like i think people would pay attention to cardiovascular health more if your heart went like a drum like <laughs> he started like beatboxing like oh my god he's so just, funny just because like he makes everyone so uncomfortable it's yeah. like it's hilarious He's kind of gotten a little crazy now. You know what I mean? Have you seen what <laughs> yeah. he's been saying? Because he cut, he's got. Wait, what did he, what did he say? It, it wasn't. It wasn't bad, but it was like there was someone. Someone made. Um, so like, because what he does is parody. He's pretending to be someone yeah. and pretending to do things to get reactions out of people, um, and that's what parody mm. comedy is. And there was this artist who had painted a mural. And I get why he was upset about it, but it was like, it was a mural and it was, um, it was like Bill Gates looking like a devil and like being like, you know, get vaccinated or something like that. And it was mm-hmm. like, I, like, I get it because it, you know, get vaccinated. Okay. I'm vaccinated though. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's not like he was telling people that Bill Gates is like a demon or whatever like that. You know what I mean? He was just making yeah. a joke because it was funny. And, mm-hmm. and Ollie G, not Ollie G, Sasha Baron Cohen was like, you know, like, get this taken down this guy is a monster for doing this like what an idiot but it's like you know what you were doing was parody comedy what this guy's doing is parody comedy like how how can you of all people tell this guy what he's doing is wrong i don't know yeah especially like with all the that who is america stuff he like yes that junk was so funny like but he like he went he went he went oh my goodness character like he he became these characters like in such a great way yeah like but like yeah i i totally agree like who are you to like you of all people should exactly. not be like spoiling this man. Yeah, of, of like all people. Like, bro, what you did was super offensive for some stuff, and I, I'm not saying that I thought it was bad. I think it was hilarious, and I love I like the kind of comedy he he was doing. Like, mm-hmm. I love that stuff. Yeah, um, I think it's hilarious, but it's it's weird for you to say that about other people, and it seems like he's very wrapped up in certain things nowadays with mm-hmm. um politically and that kind of thing, which is which is fine. I get it. People have the right to think whatever they want say whatever they want but it is it is i don't know just interesting the kind of turn that he's had um mm. i guess in his views or whatever but um did you see that one where he goes to like some town in alabama and it's like yeah we're gonna build a mosque and everybody's like what the fuck oh, yes yes it was like like, what, like, bro? Republic, like the most republican town or whatever and it's like they want to like fight him i was like this will be directly financed by saudi arabia yes like that it was so funny yeah, because it was like some yeah. some lame ass town and like you know, just the middle of nowhere. And then yeah, like, remember the one? Remember the one? He was like, he pretended to be like that Italian like designer, and he like went up to the dude and like, like talked to him about like designing a yacht, and he was like, "What if I wanted to transport forty girls from <laughs> Eastern Europe to Damascus?" <laughs> <laughs> shit like that the dude was like oh yeah totally we can build you a boat for that he just like he's so funny man <laughs> he was like what if man. i wanted to electrify the water around me <laughs> and just what if there are syrian refugees in the water <laughs> and we want to electrify them? oh dude he's hilarious <laughs> and he's like, he's like can we put anti-aircraft <laughs> on this boat 
He <laughs> was like, yeah, bro, we could do it, bro. Whatever you want. Whatever you want, uh, man. Yeah, we're all. And he was like, he was like pretending to get like that. He had the girl next to him, like giving him like a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> like pretending to give him a blowjob. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. He's so funny. He just oh, he just knows how to like emulate the character perfectly. And he never like slips up in his accent. He always keeps the so accent. So good. So yeah. good at accents. Like I would, if I was doing that, I'd mess up like a bunch of times. Oh, with yeah. The accent. Like, like I just, I just, I remember I'm doing it, but like I just, at times, just like speak in my regular voice. And I can't keep a straight yeah. face, dude. Yeah, I, I can't, can't. I would be, I would oh be my crying. God. I can't lie to people. I'm the worst at lying because I just, I just, something about me, I just can't keep an act. I just have to be whatever I am. You know what I mean? I can't pretend to do whatever yeah I can't lie I, I i could lie but i could i would just be laughing so hard like just because this i would be doing it would be like so funny so ridiculous yeah so ridiculous but like yeah shout out to shout out to the goats Sasha oh, Baron Cohen. he's so funny dude oh my goodness yeah i watched this and then, like the, the character he plays like in that show the like the the like the israeli like the israeli one yeah. that is yeah, the best that, one that's the that best, one. The best one. that's the best character like when i was in the mossad <laughs> <laughs> dude and like the the prosthetics they do like his like his neck and his jaw just look so like I, it's amazing how they do that yeah. like he doesn't look like shout him like he looks team. like a different person shout out to his team oh my gosh yeah well he's like so famous now that like because like what you were saying like the makeup and he looks so different because they have to like on the ollie g show yeah. it was like all right bro i can kind of see that's you and especially the boy and like that just looks like you just with a fake mustache yeah. um but he's so famous that they have to actually do like legit prosthetic like work work on him yeah it's it's hilarious um, yeah because like i mean the ali g show you could tell it was kind of like it was like you could always tell it was like a joke like I feel like even like the interview, like people he interviewed could kind of tell he was like messing around with them to an extent. Yeah. So he'd just be saying stuff which like no one would really like, no like normal person would be saying. But like with like that, the sh- who's an actress, the thing that got me was like how no one could tell. That's like, except for like, I think so one good. dude. I think like one like person was like, oh, this is a joke. Let me get out of here. Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump, like he did an interview with Donald Trump, but it just didn't work and he didn't post it because i don't uh-huh. know if that was this is a, who's america or something what is some it? Other... who is america is that what it is yeah who is america it's not the one who is america or the ollie g one but like he tried to interview trump and trump was just like oh yeah yeah oh, yeah okay yeah All yeah right. I... All right. <laughs> it's like like break this yeah anyways perun if mm. i go to eastern europe because i really want to at mm. some point where should Yo, i go pull up pull up pull up the yeah. Ser- i mean actually oh, serbia Mm. here's the thing i don't know I don't, i'd want i'd want you to come to serbia if i was there i, I would, would not love want you to, to go to serbia when you were there that would be amazing yeah I'd love to i just there. don't know about like when you're not there when i'm not there i don't know it'd if be weird it'll be, be weird, kind of right? i don't know i don't know it'd be weird i feel like because it's not really like a tour it's not like a crazy touristy place i don't need That's i don't need any tourism like when i go places all i want to do is literally just chillax eat food and that's basically it i just that's all I enjoy but yeah, yeah. I feel like you can, I, I don't know, I, I'd recommend, even though, like, I, I'd recommend Croatia, even though it kind of pains me to say it. Yes. I'd recommend it just because it's just, like, a lot of, like, just, it's very built for tourists, but not it's in, like, beautiful. a very, like, it's not, like, an artificial, not, like, an artificial way. It's, like, more, okay. like, like, the way that the, it's just more, like, it has beaches, it has, like, every, it's more stable. More you got like, beef with Croatia or something? I mean, Serbians do, but, like, okay. you know okay. what I'm saying? But like, do all the like, the Serbia, former Yugoslavian? Like, 
there's like one part of like the capital city in Serbia that's like uh-huh. meant for tourists. Like the rest, uh-huh. of like the country, I guess, is kind of it's less. just people living. Yeah, just people living. I kind of like, like that, to be honest. Yeah, kind of like that. yeah, but like in Croatia, it's more kind of like yeah, like there's a bunch of different cities. It's like the whole country is kind of built like where everyone can come in. It's just kind of like more stable, much less poverty, like much less like areas where it's like underdeveloped it's very like a very developed country so i guess i'd recommend that i also recommend um greece and uh romania seems very cool no yeah romania no bulgaria bulgaria Bulgaria. that's where uh sophia is yeah sophia yeah yeah i i heard that that spot's nice Mm. greece croatia serbia if i'm there then i'll i'll put you on i'll put you on awesome what do people eat in Serbia? Mm, bro, there's like meat. What kind uh, of meat? Come on, just meat, bro. I eat oh, meat. Oh, Come on. Mm, hey, yo. <laughs> no, not like that, man. Hey, yo. I'm talking about hey, like yo. chicken or like lamb yeah. or, you know, no, beef we, or whatever, we, pork. Yo, I got to put you on, but we have Duck? this pig roast. Ooh. It's like, so it's like this pig is like slow cooked for hours. Ooh. Junk hits like on a different level. Like it hits on like a, like a spiritual level. Like you mm. feel it like in your if soul pig, we, yeah we have like pig lamb chick is it there's a lot of like pig lamb there's like um like what's it what's it called not sheep no that that's not what i meant but oh uh, beef it's uh not goat. veal not a, veal yes that's the word veal yeah veal just a bunch of like i don't know and then you it's baby have, like, cow use a yeah Serbia has like a bunch of like fertile land, so we have a bunch of like vegetables and salads mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's like a lot of like fresh like stuff from agriculture from the ground, like mm-hmm. like so a bunch of vegetables, a lot of like potatoes and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's a very like diverse palette, I will okay. say. Like it's a very diverse like cuisine. There's not like one set like staple dish that is like yeah. But um yeah, we make like a bunch of breads and stuff because we got a lot of wheat. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a poor country, but it'll never be a hungry one, mm. is what I'd say. People eat good there. Yeah, very. very and what, good. What's the weather like there? Oh, in the sun, it barely snows. Like it, like it. Really? It's it's, it's like it's it's like yeah, it's it's like it's pretty good. Like like it's close summer, to Mediterranean, guess, right? Yeah, it is. It's basically on like the, it's just landlocked, but it is okay. basically on the Mediterranean. But yeah, so it gets like it gets hot. It gets in the summer, it gets hot, but like over the winter or not the winter uh, the winter and like the fall like the spring and the fall are hot but then the winter is kind of like cold but it doesn't snow that much only on like the mountain because yeah. i feel like people just have this idea of eastern europe is just this, you know barren tundra with snow falls all the time and people are shivering. Gray. yeah, yeah. It's just, it's like gray skies yeah like well, no, people, no people almost think of the entirety of eastern europe as like the same thing just because at one point it almost Communism. yeah because of the soviet union yeah. they they just yeah. have this one image of a guy with that you know russian fuzzy hat on and mittens and he's like you know shivering cold with like a parka on but it's i mean like, it's anything super... for russia anything <laughs> for mother russia we, we we die for russia we live for yeah. russia but um yeah it, but it's super different everywhere right like yeah uh it, it's because it kind of gets stereotyped is that like into one kind of like one thing of like yeah, it's just kind of like a depressing place that is like that communism once ruled over it. But now because the USSR is dissolved, now it's like a really poor place. That's not really true. Just it's kind of just like a Serbia is it has like 
it's kind of like because of the wars in the 90s it's kind of yeah. set back very bad is very set back econ- economically mm-hmm. but it has like a very strong like culture a lot of like I don't know, a lot of sunshine actually it doesn't really rain that much mm-hmm. but it just i don't know it's a fun place it's not it's definitely not like the typical communist eastern europe type thing like type i don't know what's what should i call it? i don't know like stereotype it doesn't have that stereotype i know what you mean yeah. do you see do you see any impact from the soviet union do you see like walking around like i know there's a lot of buildings that actually, are stereotypical like or in the culture or just in the way people are do you see any leftover aspects or results from being ruled under the soviet union actually it was, i don't think Serbia was ever under the soviet union because it was I'm one of stupid, the non it was, no no okay. no don't don't be it was also like it was also like a it was a socialist country, but anyways. Well, like, I don't know what it, Yugoslavia was like, but I mean, now Yugoslavia was one of the non-aligned countries. I think mm. I'm pretty sure, but they did like have, I guess, so some Soviet influence to an extent. So it's not like totally wrong, but um, I guess you see like uh, the, especially the apartment buildings. Like a bunch of them were built like back in the 70s or the 80s. They're just mm. like big gray, like blocky, blocky kind of like all the same. I mean, I kind of like it, like in some extent, like it's just kind of like my dad, like my dad feels like home. Like, it feels like it feels like home because like I just had know a bunch of people, and they have like a yard in the middle with like a playground, and like at like in the afternoon, a bunch of kids go out and like play with each other, play soccer. There's like a basketball court. They play basketball. They like they just have fun. I guess I kind of like it. Hmm. It just makes it, I don't know. There, that's the one thing I'd say, like kind of communist. And I guess there's a bunch of like Russian like um russia donates a lot of money to serbia yearly huh. and to build like churches or whatever interesting but, like probably just for like political influence or yeah, whatever yeah. but i guess that's that that you could say is like a leftover of um a leftover of what's it called soviet influence or something regime like influence yeah. Yeah. interesting yeah i would i don't know i don't know when i'm going to be able to because i mean who knows but that I would love boring. to just travel all over. I mean, I, I want to go everywhere, man. Every country looks like there's something really interesting about it. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to go to, I'm trying to go to Greece soon, to be I honest. I would love like, to go to Greece. That place looks yeah. amazing. I it's know. cheap right now, too, because they're, I mean, really in the throes of an economic downturn. Yeah, right? yeah really just messed that junk up yeah. over there. But yeah, I'm definitely for sure trying to, I'm trying to go there. I'm trying to like, yeah. I also want to experience some new places. My home. I actually over the summer met some people from Sweden in Ooh. Serbia, Ooh. and because one of them was like half Serbian and he like kind of knew how to speak Serbian, but um, I met them, and they said, "Yo, you can pull up to Sweden anytime you want." So I'm trying to go this summer, like no cap. Go I'm to Sweden, to, bro. So go to Sweden. I know a couple of Swedes. I know someone from Finland, and they want to have us over. I would love to go to Finland. Mm-hmm. Finland seems cool. I just don't know. I don't know anything about Finland, but looks kind of cold. Cool. Looks kind of cold. Yeah. Probably over the summer it isn't. It's probably just like a cool yeah. seventy degrees. And I think it's like a right super person. advanced type of place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sweet. My cousin, she studied in Sweden for a little bit, but yeah, she said it was like very sophisticated and developed. Yeah. And yeah, that's what people say about Scandinavia. Mm, yeah, because it just has like a bunch of because everything they, they have like a seventy or sixty percent tax on like everything. Like everything is yeah. like you're wow. very taxed like financially, but then again, you don't have to pay for hot like your hospital fees 
like all the roads work very well like great yeah. infrastructure stuff like that so that i guess i'd actually rather have like i'd actually get rat like taxed a bunch because they take care have, of you like, yeah they take care of you very well so yeah here in the u.s yeah. i mean tax are still high but i just i don't know i just don't feel like i i, I don't i don't know if they're using their tax dollars for the best that they could be you know what i'm saying yeah for sure i feel like yeah i feel like having like in europe wherever you go like hospitals are free like wow. that just, like they don't it doesn't cost money to like go to the hospital but here it's like everything like, it's like the stuff that they breach. should be spending money on they don't yeah uh, like and the, like the amount of money we spend on like the military is kind of concerning and and there was something uh that i learned i'm currently taking a, i guess i just finished but it was a class about contemporary middle eastern history and a lot mm. of the united states involvement in conflicts mm-hmm. and it was interesting european Western oh my god it was so interesting um but one of the things that we learned that was like really i don't know if disillusion is the right word but it was like really disappointing mm-hmm. to find out about was the so do you know much about the syrian civil war i don't even know that much about it but it was i i i know about like i know like a very like i yeah. i learned about it like a long time ago but yeah, not not too much, not too much. Yeah. So I I can't remember what year, maybe like twenty fourteen or something. Um, there was a big controversy because the U.S. had essentially said, you know, we're not going to get involved on the ground in the war. Maybe we'll provide some air support or, mm-hmm. you know, have people around the borders just kind of controlling things. But we're not going to get involved in the war in any 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 kind of way on the ground because it's a very complicated war there's so many sides it just doesn't make any sense and you look at like yeah. we, we saw graphs of like which groups of people were fighting which groups of people and it was just so damn confusing um, <laughs> it, was just like, like, it just didn't make any sense but there was a huge controversy because it came mm-hmm. out that the united states that that obama had signed um a bill to put money towards uh, uh training a certain rebel group of soldiers to get involved in the conflict and like okay mm-hmm. how much how much money did you allocate and they were like uh 600 million dollars and oh, shit. and then and then they were like okay how many how many troops were trained from this allocation of funds and you'd think that you could do a lot with 600 million dollars in training guerrilla warfare fighters and they said that with that money that they trained four or five soldiers so what the hell did they do with all that money? Where did the what did the money go to? I guess like I mean it does. I heard it does cost like twenty thousand dollars for each and every soldier's individual like gun and like outfit and like gear and stuff. All right, that's a hundred thousand dollars. What yeah, do you do yeah. with the rest? You know, no, no, it's twenty. It's twenty k for just the just the getup for each but soldier. Like, each soldier. There's five soldier. soldiers prune. Five soldiers. Uh, yeah, six hundred million dollars. What did they I do with the rest? What did they do with the rest, Perun? The money's gone. Where did them, it go? Set, set them all to to Harvard, then Oxford, then like a bunch of different universities. Just I mean, these dudes better be RoboCop if people are paying, you know, over a hundred million dollars each. I mean, Jesus. I doubt. I doubt he spent all that money. There's no way he spent all that money on five soldiers. He probably spent that money on like. I don't know. Some you probably spend that money on something else. There's no way. But that's what I'm saying. It's it's weird because we live in a country where people's tax paying dollars go to stuff that we don't There's, even know about. This didn't come yeah. out till a couple of years ago. 
Um, mm-hmm. to, and I mean, $600 million. Imagine what you could do with $600 million. Imagine what you could do in terms of trying to solve poverty, trying to solve hunger in this country, unemployment, you know, housing exactly. situations. You could do so much with $600 million. And instead, it gets put into this conflict that we promised we weren't going to get involved in. And, and it's not even like and we made don't, a contribution even, to the conflict. Exactly. You, and you don't even know where this money went or what it actually got spent on. Because that's what they said. They said with that, the project that they were that they were conducting, which was funded with $600 million, the outcome was training four or five soldiers. Like that is crazy. That's insane. Was it, wait, I could be wrong, but was the Syrian civil war, was that about like Sunni-Shia divide? Was that like, um, because like there was like a, little a bit. Shia president or something and then like, was it like a majority, was it something like that? Like the majority of the country wasn't what the president was or something? So was that like, I yeah, I forget who was the former um, leader of Syria, but the current, I'm pretty sure there's still the current guy. He's the current guy. So this, this, this conflict's still ongoing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The leader is this guy named Bashar al-Assad, and he is a Shia Muslim. Um, mm-hmm. And the country is a majority Sunni Muslim. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't want him leading them. Yes, but it, it, it's a bit, the, the breakdown in Sunni versus Shia is a little bit more. It's less about Sunni people not wanting a Shia um, mm-hmm. leader. It's more about who they're getting support from. So Assad is getting support from uh, Iran, who is a, who who is a, a majority Shia nation, and they tend mm-hmm. to support Shia rebel groups and countries, whereas mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia is a majority Sunni muslim country and they support um sunni groups and countries throughout the middle east because mm-hmm. iran and yeah, saudi arabia yeah. have a big cold war and pretty much every con mm-hmm. every conflict in the middle east there's one it's side that's supported that. by iran and one side supported by saudi mm-hmm. arabia because both one don't want the other one getting mm-hmm. too much power and then that kind of thing yeah so the dictator of syria is being aided from iran and then rebel groups um are being aided by saudi arabia but the conflict started the conflict started because of how 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 oppressive the regime was um Mm -hmm. the thing that kind of kicked it off it was a really interesting story because you know usually wars it's weird how wars start like you know the the serbian guy who killed the archduke ferdinand that started a a four year the the war to end all worlds it didn't you know end all wars it turns out but that was at that point in time at that point in time that was the greatest war the the largest war ever and it just started because this group of people killed this one guy and it just set off a chain of events because everything was was, the tension of the alliances yeah because the alliances it's something similar happened in syria there was um a group of kids and they had spray painted on the walls of their school, um, like, you know, get out of here, Assad, or like stop. It's like they, yeah. they, it was some stuff that talking about how much they hated Assad because he was a pretty, he ruled with an iron fist, still does. Oh, totalitarian and, guy. Yes. And so they went throughout the town trying to find whoever did this. And they, they imprisoned these kids who were like, you know, 13 or something. And they tortured them. They electrocuted them. They whipped them, all this stuff. And there was all these protests in this town uh, with people like, you know, like they spray painted this thing and you captured them and you're probably not going to release them. And 
So people got super angry and then thousands of people throughout this town started protesting. And then finally, because of the backlash, they released the kids. But then once the people saw what had happened to this boy who had spray painted this thing, you know, he was, I mean, shredded up. His back was in tatters. His face was all messed up. They were throwing acid on them. They're like, holy shit, this is... They were like, oh, my God, this is crazy. So more protests started, more protests started. And then they just started shooting guns into the, you know, the, the groups crowds. of people and people started dying. And then, you know, people started firing back and it just kind of erupted from this one little town to across from the one whole. Kid. Yeah, from one, from one kid. kid spray painting. One kid spray cool. painting. But it, it was kind of one of those things where it was like the tensions were so high and it was like something just got to happen to set this thing ablaze and then it's going to yeah. explode. And that's what happened. So many people one died. Spark. Yeah, one spark to set the bonfire. Yeah, and that's still going. Man, on. That's crazy. Oh, I, I feel bad for that kid. That's oh, terrible. Yeah. And he's still alive. He and he's a, a leader of a rebel group. Oh, that's good. I mean, this is you know part of the cause. Yeah, fighting. Mm, yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Mm-hmm. All right, but um, hot take is it hot take time for me? Hot take time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we wrap this up? I never know how to end these. I, I I'm mm-hmm. I'm bad at I'm still trying to figure it out. Okay, this is yeah, only yeah. like it is. It's a hard to end. It's a hard thing to end. Yeah, yeah. it's not like we're in person. It's like oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna catch you later. Like yeah, Carter's like usually mm-hmm. usually on like um other podcasts are like all right, you got anything to plug? You got anything to plug, Prune? <laughs> I, like, I don't plug, know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I got yo at my snap. At P-G-R-M-U-S-A. Yeah. Go send him a dick pic or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like any, any anything you only want. Only if you're packing, okay? Yeah, only if you're packing. Um... Only if you're packing. But anyways, <laughs> nah, nah, I, I can't, I can't be saying that. No. <laughs> <It's too much. laughs> but, but um, yeah, nah. Is it, is it hot take time for you, Max? Like, are you I don't know. Spit some? What, like, what should I spit? You got, yeah, you got some. You got some ideas. Um, you got some. You got some things which have been on your mind, and you're like, wow. Why is this viewed this way? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people got to calm down a little bit and um, try and start banding together and realizing that we're all one species and that we should all love each other and try and support each mm. other and band together, make everyone feel loved and uh, accepted and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm a hippie when it comes down to a prune, okay? I just want mm-hmm. people to love each other and get along and have a happy existence, okay? That's what mm-hmm. everyone wants, mm-hmm. and I don't know why we can yeah. make that happen. For I mean, me. unless you're a Yankees fan, then. Unless you're a Yankees fan, yeah. unless you're a Lakers fan, yeah. um, and especially if you're a Philadelphia 76ers fan, go yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. Okay. Thank you very much, yeah. Prune. I'm sure we'll do this all right. another time. Of course. Um, bang my line. Say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say something to the people at home besides bang your line. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, every day is a new day. You don't have you don't have an infinite days left on this earth. So go outside right now. Do something. Be Call up, call up that homie you haven't talked to in like a year. Reconnect, re, reconvene. Like you know what I mean. Like, life's not over. Do, do stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Prune, were you talking to me day. directly just then? Because there is a homie that I've been wanting to call for a long time, and I really got to go outside, but I'm oh. about to go play video games with a couple of my friends. So. Oh, I did not. I, I was just. I meant that to the people, but like, yeah. I mean, it could apply to you. It could Don't be worry, I'll take it. You. I'll take it to heart too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good, Thank you. Good. Goodbye, All right, bro. All right.